The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. And if you're looking for a place to make your online wagers, head over to betonline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 to get a 50% sign-up bonus today. Betonline.ag, they are your online sportsbook experts. He is our podcast expert each and every week. The one and only Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports on Twitter and only at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. Except no imposters because there are imposters out there. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, now five podcasts, business of sports with Andrew Brandt, college draft Matt Waldman, Fantasy Feast with Joe Dolan and Ross Tucker Football Podcast with my guy Brian Neal, longtime producer for RT Media, producer and partner for RT Media, I should say. Steve, of course, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate. Last week, we dove in. To the NFC season win totals. Our first look this week, AFC. Again, not our official plays that we get graded on. Those will come down the pike at the end of training camp and after the third preseason game. But we still like to give you guys our first look because we might be able to provide you with some value getting in now before the number gets bet up or bet down or there's free agency or the draft. And plus, it's just fun to take a first look at it for sure. So we will dive into the AFC today. Friendly reminder, this podcast year-round, tell your buddies. There's always pro football stuff, NFL stuff to bet on. There's also other stuff, other sports. We'll obviously be diving into March Madness next week. In full form. Going to be awesome. All right, Steve. Let's dive into the AFC after we hit the NFC last week. And the Baltimore Ravens are the first team up 11 wins, Steve. 11. 
for the Ravens? 11's a big number. Baltimore was truly incredible last year. You forget about how well this team really played. So really you're handicapping. Is uh, Jackson going to be able to stay healthy for the entire year? And that's too big of a question mark for me to be able to play over. So I will pass on 11. Yeah, I think that number is exactly right. If I had to pick, I, I would pick the under. Um, if I had to lean one way or the other, you know, they stayed very healthy last year. Matt Skura was sort of the only injury they had at center. I would expect them to have more injuries this year. I think defenses will have a much better plan for Lamar Jackson and Greg Roman after they sort of go to option school, if you will, talking with defensive coordinators in college this offseason. I also think, you know, at some point, Lamar Jackson's going to get dinged up and miss a few games at least. I'm not saying serious, but he's going to miss some games. I don't think RG3 is a great backup. So I would lean under on the 11 wins there for the Ravens. They might even lose Matthew Judon, and they don't have any pass rushers if they lose him in free agency. So I'd be under there. What about the Buffalo Bills? Their number's only eight and a half, Steve. Looks about right to me. Josh Allen played much better, I'm sorry, um, than uh, what I expected. And him, Allen having mobility in his legs really uh, made him a very capable quarterback. I just go back to Buffalo. I have a bias, Ross, against Buffalo, and you love Buffalo, so we should talk about this. I never feel that Buffalo or Detroit or Cleveland can field a, a playoff team because there's no real uh, recent history of success, and they're just cities that no one would want to live in, so I think they have to pay through the nose to get free agents, so I just don't see success, uh, continued success being possible absent an uh, all-star quarterback. How do you feel about that? Is that a crazy theory? Well, I think what's crazy about it is I don't think that they need to pay through the nose. They just have to be the highest. But I'm not sure that that's that much different than the other teams. I mean, when I was there, they signed free agents like London Fletcher, Takeo Spikes, Lawyer Malloy, Sam Adams. I mean, they, they signed a bunch of dudes. So it wasn't like... And they hadn't made the playoffs in a long time. Now they, they made the playoffs last year and they should have won a playoff game. And so I, I don't agree with that. I, I think there's a lot of people that believe that. I like the over for the Bills. And yes, maybe I'm biased, but I don't know. what, what They won 10 games last year. Uh, could have been more. I think that they're a pretty darn good team. I don't think Josh Allen's going to get worse. I think they know what they are and who they are. Yeah, I, I, I would take the over. I'm, I'm surprised by the eight-and-a-half number, especially when you consider that, you know, New England, there's a lot of uncertainty there. I mean, what if Brady doesn't go back to New England? Yeah, that's a great point. And, and bottom line, McDermott is probably a top-ten coach, the top-ten coach no one would ever put on their top-ten list. He really does a great job. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised by that number. That would... That would be one of the ones that I would feel strongly about at this point, and I don't think that that is just my bias showing. Again, these numbers come to us 
from betonline.ag. They are, of course, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code PODCAST1. You get the 50% welcome bonus from our folks at betonline.ag. We get all of our season win total numbers, all of our odds, all of our lines, all of our totals from betonline.ag. Scrolling down their football winning uh, NFL team wins page right now. And the next team up is the Cincinnati Bengals. Very interesting given the sort of um, vague comments from Joe Burrow as of late, Steve. It was a big topic last week. You know, he won't really commit to wanting to play for the Bengals. Their number's five and a half. Your thoughts? Love Joe Burrow. Hate the Bengals. So much talk has come out. Ex-Bengals saying that they never felt the Bengals were even trying to compete or make the Super Bowl. And let's face it, as far as the destination city, no one wants to play for Cincinnati. It's not like it's balmy in southern Ohio also. So I would only look under five and a half in a complete rebuild year where they're going to take Burrow, and let's face it, Burrow's going to smile and say, hey, I'm, I'm from Athens, Ohio. This is, this is great. I'm coming back to Ohio, and he's going to be really unhappy about it, and that's going to show, I think, and uh, under five and a half makes sense. Yep, I, uh, I think I'd probably lean under five and a half as well, but I do think that if they have Burrow, they'll get to four or five wins. But I just think four or five is more likely than six or seven especially with I think the Steelers will be better. I think the Browns will be much better coached, and the Ravens are good. So I don't know how much better the Bengals will be, especially with a rookie quarterback. So I like the under there. Speaking of the Browns, they are at eight wins right now. And I would go under. I, it's interesting. I was thinking that the Browns were going to be an over team for me because I thought Kitchens was a horrendous coach, and I'm like, oh, they'll get a real coach in there and he'll be worth two to three wins right off the bat with that roster. But I got to tell you the Stefanski hire, um, you know, Minnesota, there's a lot of um, dissension from their wide receivers where Diggs was like, ah, he runs the ball too much. I'm not getting the ball. And um, Thielen saying the same thing. If you're getting problems in Minnesota, what's going to happen with these prima Donna wide receivers in Cleveland that were already screaming at the coach, when Cleveland starts running the ball half the time with Stefanski, I think that's a major problem. I would look under eight wins. Boy, that's interesting. Um, I think eight wins is just about right. I, you know what? I might, I might, I might lean under too, Steve. I don't have a strong lean, but it just does feel like it has the potential to implode there, and really. If Baker Mayfield gets off to a bad start, then you start to have the conversation about whether or not he's the long-term answer or whether or not he's the guy that they should be interested in or that they should have. I mean, that's a whole other conversation then, especially when there's a new coach in town. What about the Broncos? They're at eight wins as well, Steve. Yeah, interesting, because I thought that they were going to come seven and a half, and I did see some nice improvements from Denver, certainly over the course of the year. 
Um, but I got to tell you, at eight, Drew Locke's going to be the quarterback, right? Yeah, as far as we know, yeah. I, I got to go under eight. I, you, you've got a completely unproven quarterback that I don't believe in that had a couple of nice games. And I guess maybe I'm just fading, putting too much weight on that game in Kansas City where it was snowing and he was just horrendous. Um, you got a bad quarterback. I'm going to go under eight for Denver. I think eight and eight's the right number. I mean, they won, they won seven last year. And I thought Locke looked pretty good at the end of the year. Now, that division is rough. They might be getting Brady. You never know. But I've got some faith in, uh, in Fangio. I, I, I'm just going to pass this one. I don't really have a strong lean either way. What about the next team on the docket, Steve? And we get into some AFC South teams here, including the Houston Texans. They are at eight and a half. Yeah, the number sure looks low to me considering the Texans had a really, really difficult schedule last year, still got through it, made the playoffs, and I really like the quarterback. So based upon that, I would expect that Houston loses in the first round of the playoffs again, seemingly. But uh, over eight and a half would be the only way I could look. Yeah, I think if I had to lean right now, I'd say over. It's almost... He's not quite there, Steve, but I feel like Deshaun Watson is almost like Russell Wilson-esque that you're like, you know what, as long as they have that guy, they're going to win nine games. So I would lean over because of basically just the Deshaun Watson factor. Yeah, I agree, and it goes back to if you have a a clear-cut top 10 quarterback, which Watson is, you're – typically going to win nine games so it's rarely wrong to make that bet unless of course that quarterback is quarterbacking the Detroit Lions <laughs> um, okay stay in there Indianapolis Colts seven and a half really like this one I like the over because I think they're going to get Philip Rivers and I think they're going to win at least eight or nine games with Philip Rivers now this is interesting I really like over if Brissett quarterbacks, because I think that the number for Indy last year was seven. And for the vast majority of the year, Indy was trending to looking like they're going to win nine and be a playoff team. And then the wheels came off. There was a game. They were tied late in the game, and they got a field goal blocked for a touchdown that they lost that game. I think that was against the Titans. Um, And their kicker couldn't make a field goal seemingly all year long. And they lost a whole lot of close games. So here's a team that won seven that easily could have won nine or ten with Brissett. Having said that, I'm on an island here. I think Rivers shouldn't get a job. I think he's clearly not a top-20 quarterback. Brady really regressed, but Rivers just fell off the cliff. And I know Brady's a lot older than Rivers, but I think Rivers has completely lost it. I didn't see him be able to throw a fastball. His first four weeks, he was a little bit above-average quarterback, after that, he was horrible the rest of the year with a really good Chargers squad. So because of that, I need Brissett, not Rivers. If so, I'll play over. Interesting. Um, I'd feel better about Rivers. I'm not ready to say that it was all on him. Their O-line was terrible. And, you know, 
2018, they went 12 and four, and he was awesome. I just find it hard to believe that he fell off that much because it's not like he's a guy that's done it with his athleticism. He's not a guy that had a big arm or that moved around. It's always been his brain. So I like I like the over seven and a half if they have Rivers. If they have, I probably like the over either way. But if they have Rivers, I feel better about it than if they have Brissett. What about the sad sack Jacksonville Jaguars at six and a half? Well, if there's one number that looks completely wrong, but far for me to tell BetOnline how to do their business, but um, how is Jacksonville going to win seven games, especially with the news? Oh, they're going to play two games now in London. I got to ask you about this, Ross. So as an NFL player, how would you feel about having to uh, do a 10-day road trip to England, probably in October, in the middle of the season? How would you feel as a fan, an organization? I got to feel that this is almost um, a mutiny against the city of Jacksonville. I don't think that that's positive. And frankly, they could play all their games at home, and I still don't think Jacksonville would win eight games. I love under. Yeah, I wouldn't like it all that much. Um now, it's a little different if they let you bring your family. I tend to doubt that'll be the case. Um, I don't think they want to pay for that. I don't, I don't think they want to let these guys bring their families. So that part of it kind of bothers me, too. I'm going under. Who Who's the quarterback? Minshew? I, I mean, I'm, I'm just not convinced they're going to get to seven or eight wins. I think four or five or six wins – is a lot more likely than seven, eight, or nine. I can't believe they brought back Marone and Caldwell. Uh, under six and a half is one of my stronger plays. All right, Steve, the highest number on the board, NFC last week or AFC this week, it is the Kansas City Chiefs defending Super Bowl champs, 11 and a half. It's a big number, Steve. And I would only look over, I've been touting the Chiefs forever as being undervalued. And I mentioned it before, there are teams that used to be aligned at 12 wins. The premium teams typically were projected to win 12 wins. And I, had, I have Kansas City rated as high as any team I had rated over the past five years. So if they're the very best team the last five years in the NFL, well, they should win 12 or more games. I would only look over. Wow. That's, I mean, that goes against everything you always say about 11 and a half, and there's a reason why that's as high as they go, and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's why I keep power ratings, because all these other 11 and a half rated teams were power rated like a touchdown better than an average team, and Kansas City was power rated 10 points better than an average team. That, this Kansas City team is an absolute juggernaut. And I tell you what, if um, they don't have to play Matt Moore three games, and if you don't have Mahomes' ankle issues along with his kneecap issues later, that team would have been 14-2, and two, and then their season win number would have been 12 or 12 and a half. You know what, Steve? It's a pretty good point. It's pretty compelling. I'm kind of going to go along with you there. I am going to say I would lean over. It's not a strong lean, but I would lean over for the reasons you mentioned. 
How about for the first time on this podcast with the guy who lives in Vegas, I am going to say, Steve, what do you think about the Las Vegas Raiders and their season win total of seven? Number looks right to me if Carr's the quarterback. You know, you got to wonder what the effect of moving to Vegas is going to be. On the one hand, you've got distractions. So you're moving from to two very different cities, Oakland versus Vegas. You've got the Vegas distractions. We talk about the Vegas flu when teams fly in in the NHL and play here. Vegas can be a very fun city, and that can be not conducive to putting your best foot forward as an athlete. I don't think that impacts hockey players as much as football players or basketball players. Um, however, there's a whole a lot of excitement. The community loves the Raiders. So I can see a tremendous home field advantage in our new stadium, um, despite a lot of opposing fans coming to that stadium as well. Um, and I like Carr at quarterback. So it really comes down to, will they stick with Carr? There's talk um, that Murdoch's not happy with Carr and that Oakland might get rid of him. If they get rid of Carr for somebody else, even Brady, that's a horrific mistake because Carr's much better than Brady right now at their points in their career. So at the current number seven, I would stand pat with Oakland. If they get Brady, it's one of my biggest bets under. Wow. I think seven, seven's about right. Um, if I had to, I guess I would take the over. I think those people would be going crazy for him. They won seven last year. I don't really see him getting worse. You know, they had the whole Antonio Brown distraction and everything. So I, I, I would, if I had to lean one way or the other, I think seven's a good number, but I would lean to the over. What about the Chargers at seven and a half? Again, we have no idea right now who their quarterback is. We know it's not going to be Phillip Rivers. I got to tell you, love the under on the Chargers. Now, if they get Brady, Brady's not going to not get at least eight wins. But I don't know who else they would get. Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, Tyrod Taylor, Justin Herbert, or some kid in the draft. If that's the case, love the under seven and a half. Yeah, and you got to wonder the I'm having a mental block here. This is the year the um, Rams and the Chargers move into the new stadium, right, Ross? That is correct. And that stadium will I would imagine seat 70,000 and there will be what? 7,000 Charger fans and a lot of empty seats and opposing um team fans in that stadium. So my goodness, um how is the team going to go 8 and 8? when they're playing 16 road games, I would only look under. You know what? I think it you got to go under. Um, and, and especially if they don't get Brady, that would be one of my stronger plays. What about the Miami Dolphins? They're at five and a half, Steve. Interesting. Because logic would say, hey, they looked like they were taking the first couple games. And Flores did a great job um, uh, coaching, and they won five games. And despite all those distractions of whether they're taken for two, et cetera, certainly they should be able to win more than five games. But then you look at the overall roster, and you say, you know, this team's just not any good. And they overachieved with Fitzmagic last year. So 
I am torn on Miami. I want to wait. I want to, I'm going to pass on Miami for now and do an evaluation as um, August rolls around. Pretty tough not knowing the quarterback situation. I'd lean over because I think Fitz will be there in some way, shape, or form. The issue is what if they draft a quarterback and they want him to play? I'd still lean over right now, but I don't feel great about it. How about the New England Patriots? They're at 10.5. I think you got to go under on New England. And I know I talk about never, ever, ever bet against New England, but that offense was bad last year. Brady wasn't very good, and they just had no skill position players. They tried. A.B. didn't work out. Um, maybe their first-round draft pick already works out, um, and it gets healthy. Um, but the Edelman is so banged up, maybe part of that from Brady throwing ducks, getting them killed over the middle. But um, Edelman's 33, so his best years are behind him. They have no tight end play. And Sony Michelle Ross, you could, you could have tackled him last year. So that defense is going to have to be awesome, again, for them to win 11 games, and I'm not sure it's going to be. I could only look under. You know, I hate doing that with the Patriots, but I kind of feel like you have to. Um, they got some real challenges with free agency, uh, with Brady, with Joe Tooney. I mean, a bunch of guys, really. And the defense was like a statistical outlier that the odds of them being able to replicate that are really small. So I like the under 10.5 wins as well. What about the Jets at 6.5? You know, that's interesting because you said it best. The Jets were terrible last year. All those injuries, I don't even – my goodness. What was the uh, Jets' third-string quarterback, Ross, that just was uh, horrendous? Luke Falk. Luke Falk. Oh, God. Yes. So, I mean, the fact that they could win seven despite forfeiting some games with Luke Falk means you got to feel the Jets can win seven again. I look over. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you not look over? I mean, especially Darnold missed a bunch of games. They still won seven somehow. Greg Williams did an unbelievable job with that defense. And I do have faith in Joe Douglas, the general manager, that he'll help the offensive line. He'll help the defense. What about the Steelers at nine wins? Gosh, it all comes down to whether Big Ben's going to be healthy or not, right? And because I don't know that, I got to see him at least throw some passes and practice. Maybe I wait till the third preseason game, probably the only half he's going to play in the preseason and make an evaluation then. I like the over. I, I think Ben's going to play and I'd be surprised if they don't win at least nine games, if he plays, I mean, he wants to play, he's motivated, he's coming back. I don't mean I don't know how they don't win at least nine. I think ten and eleven is a lot more likely than seven or eight. I would take the over there right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What about our last one, Steve? It is the Tennessee Titans. Titans their number very interesting. Is, sorry, their number is eight and a half. Yes. Um you know, they really found themselves a quarterback. And are they going to keep him? Is Tannehill going to be the quarterback? If he is, you know, Derrick Henry's still around and love their coach in Vrabel. I would go over eight and a half as long as they retain Tannehill. How do you not? I mean, the way they finished the year, how do you not do that? I mean, I just, 
I don't I don't know how you could not say that they're going to go over there. I'm a little surprised by that number, to be honest with you, Steve. Sure looks like it's going to get bet up to nine. That's one I would grab right now over the eight and a half. Last question for you, Steve. Tomorrow, the combine workouts start. And there are some lines out there from Bet Online in terms of 40 times for Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, even Chase Young, receivers, uh, who has a faster 40 time between Henry Ruggs and Jalen Rieger. Does Ruggs break the record? Have you ever bet anything combine at all? I have not, but I would imagine that your advantages in these have to be enormous if you have inside information. Because let's face it, all these, all these players probably know exactly what they're going to run, who have taken it seriously, and they've gone ahead and, and run it before. So if you've got access to that information, you probably can get some great bets. Absent that, how do I know who, who went ahead and worked with the track coach the past two months to improve their 40 and who just um, maybe was nursing an injury and basically did not give the, the combine their full focus? Absent that information, I can't bet any of this. Yeah, I'm kind of with you as well. I, that's, that's a tough one. Um, but, man, can you imagine if you're like the guys that train these guys? You could absolutely – uh, clean up on it. I don't know what the limits are, but you could have a real, real good idea. Um, or you could, I don't, I mean, it's not worth it because of what the limits would be, but you could say, hey, just run a little bit slower. Nobody really cares that much. <laughs> well, you know, you know what, Ross? This is one of those cases where regionally, if you're like, you're close by Penn State, it, you literally could drive to the school and I'm sure you could track down some of these dudes and just say, hey, what do you think you're going to be able to run that 40 in? And I bet you, I bet you would. There's no reason for the player not to be honest about this stuff. You know, I bet you could actually just um, do research that way, or have someone do research for you and get some winning bets. It's a good point, Steve. Speaking of good points, when it comes to comfort down below, there's underwear, Ross, and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort to Americans including myself. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, function. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you have ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's underwear sport a no-wedgie guarantee, comfortable stay-put waistbands, and a range of fabrics. They are luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable and designed to move with you not against you that means there's no bunching no riding up tommy john is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair you'll get a full refund with your best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee if you prefer to shop in stores you can find them in over 1200 retail locations across the country including nordstrom's tommy john no adjustment needed Give three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash evenmoney for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash evenmoney, 20% off for us. Steve, that was great, man. I, I love our season win total episodes. Every time, so fun. 
absolute blast. Now everybody needs to go to betonline.ag, use the promo code PODCAST1, like we always say, that's the key to everything, is that code. Make sure, if you can, spread the word on social media. It is huge for us. It's much appreciated. And if you can just download the podcast multiple times, multiple devices, why not? You don't know if you're going to listen on your phone, on your laptop, on your iPad. Who knows? Apple podcast rankings and comments are always huge. You can take advantage of the Amazon banner ad we have on the homepage over at RossTucker.com. And if you take advantage of any of our sponsors ever that you hear on any of our shows or that you see on the sponsors tab at RossTucker.com, forward it to us and you can ask Steve any question you would like. Lots of questions coming this off season to be sure. Other than that, good luck everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.